If you've got boys, come out and play. If you're draft boys, we're back. Welcome back to the draft podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. As always, joined by Miles, Hito, myself, Whitey lads. How we doing, mate? Yeah, so good. good. So good. That was uh, fresh. That had me giggling. I'm not gonna lie. That intro. That was, yeah, that was so good. I uh, just thought I'd try something. You know, some some. <laughs> is it, some, is it some, the some, intro or are we just laugh, laughing at Whitey, mate? Mate, <laughs> bobbing over Zoom. Yeah, I know. I dude, I gotta get into it. I gotta ramp myself up for these pods. You know, <laughs> it takes a lot to kind yeah, of get into it over Zoom. I thought just seeing our faces, you know, just as your only social interaction once a week would, would do it. But okay, whatever. Uh, not quite. quite. <laughs> I'd like to see those faces in person. Um, oh, that's, that's fair. Boys, we're back. Let's do this. Yeah. Another week. Yeah. Another ep. I'm excited. Lots has happened. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, doing well, man. Doing well. I'm uh, pretty happy with my scores this week. I don't know if you're happy to jump straight into that, but mate, go, uh, go, go. Look, I when mean, I've look, got a, finally, you're excited to talk about your scores. I'm really happy for you. I know exactly. It's it's not happened a lot lately, but uh, you know, I'm glad I didn't have to wait too long into the season to get there. Game week two, yeah. I've got a solid 53 this week, which I'm pretty happy with. Very nice. Woo! Woo! Carried heavily by Simicast and Mings, um, with yeah. twenty six between the two of them. But wow. cheeky little pickup of uh, the Brentford keeper Raya this week helped with a nice little clean sheet and just a few other scattered nice points here up. and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's very nice. Miles, how about you? Yeah, I had a another solid week. I got sixty six. Um, it was mainly in defence until this morning when my West Ham boys, mm. Ben Rama in pyjamas and Antonio the GOAT just came through with like 28 points from two oh, people. Fuck. Like, Mate, so it was, was pretty brutal. good. Um, Utah. And yeah, obviously uh, Sterling and Mara's coming off the bench and both scoring was very critical for my team this week. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I can't say. I feel like the fantasy gods are 100% with you there. Oh. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, not not fully though. It would have been Fernandez would have popped off if they truly were uh, in your favour, but they obviously wanted to like just not get you too excited. Yeah, keep him keep him a little bit regulated. Yeah, and also the fact that Sterling Marsh didn't get bonus either. That was a nice little positive. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah. I don't know what position you're thinking about, but from our perspective, yeah, it's definitely a positive. <laughs> um, yeah, boys. Well, uh, I'll give a quick summary of my team. Uh, Reese James. Fuck yeah. yes. I said it last week. Jesus. Crazy. Proved me right. The link up with Lukaku, 18 points from him. And, um, you know, oh, quite man. a bit of points from my clean sheets as well because I've got double Chelsea defense um, and Calvert-Lewin and Ings both getting on the score sheets. So, yeah, good good week. I think I got 57 overall, uh, minus one for Pereira, Hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how good. I was so happy to see that, man. Sorry. <laughs> that fucking sucked. Um, but, it's, you fun know. Looking, it's fun looking at your team, how the formation played out too with uh, 5-2-3. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, it's very swayed because obviously I've got Foden and Rashford in my team and uh, Leon Bailey, who's a bit injured. Yeah. So 
like those two big injuries, I'm kind of like really keen for them to get back. Um, I know. It's going to be strong when they are, but it just looks funny to see a fantasy team because it's not very often that you'd uh, end up with that kind of no. layout of your formation. No, definitely not. Me in particular, I never have good forwards. Uh, all right, boys, uh, let's uh, let's dive into this. Um, so for those who don't know how we run this show, uh, we go through and preview all next week's games, uh, but we also talk about um, how each of those teams went. Oh, my God, I'm missing Snapchat. I know, I was just shaking my head. <laughs> I was just shaking my head at you. Oh, this is why I need a run sheet every week, boys. I'm that <laughs> forgetful. Okay, circle back, circle back, Snapchat. Now, Snapchat is our favourite segment uh, outside. Oh, not yours. Not yours, obviously, this week, mate. Well, uh, no, not this falling week. Falling down the order there. A bit, a bit pathetic. Uh, normally, we would uh, do it in person and someone would bring us all snacks and a drink and we'd rate and berate them. But, uh, yeah, we can't do that. So, we're supplying our own uh, bevies uh, at the moment. So, what have you guys got? Can I just say, I really miss, like, in-person Snapchat. It was literally the highlight of my week, you know, like even like bringing the snack, getting the snacks from you guys. I can't wait to be back in person. I know me too. Vaccinate people, vaccinate. I'm not sure how much reach we have here, but get the jab. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, while I'm on a little rant, I'll, uh, I'll go first. I, um, I loaded up on the, on, on the drinks this week because I actually just feel like getting a little bit sourced. So that. I've just got three Han super dries, just just Ooh. so they're crispy, you know, and they're going to go down sweet. And um, I got half a pack of Tim Tams left over from last night, so I'm going to nibble on them as we go through it. Nibble away, oh, buddy, mate. This will be interesting if we keep this, uh, yeah, under an hour, and we're getting three beers out of Miley G. This is going to be <laughs> spicy. It's definitely going to be the place to be for sure. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'll go next. Oh, fuck you, COVID. All right. Now, I've got a little uh, wild moose, it's called. Um, Canadian whiskey dry. This is one of those classic bevies that you like, like someone brought to your house like two years ago. And like, you're like, that's a weird looking drink. But, and you just never drink it. It sits in the back of a cupboard. Here it is. I'm about to taste it for the first time. Yeah. I mean, let us know how it is. Yeah, let us know. Not bad, not bad. It's um, not quite as good as a CC dry, um, but it's it's not quite as flavoursome, but it's good. It's 1.4 standard drinks, so, you know, yeah. it'll get up in Take you. that. Yeah. Would you buy? Would you buy? Um, yeah, actually, on second sip, it might even, oh, it might even rival a CC. Oh, you piqued my interest. <laughs> you know how high I rated that last year on Snapchat? Well, <laughs> wild, wild moose. Wild you know, moose. Don't know where to get them, but wild oh, moose. We'll find, it. we'll find it. We've got a Dan's down the road. Dan Murphy's. Let's let's go. Go hunting. <laughs> yes. All right. What about uh, you, Hedo? Well, boys, I've gone the complete opposite to you two. Uh, I've gone a bit on a health trend, you know, at the moment. Uh, in COVID, yeah. I'm trying to be good as opposed to last year in lockdown. I went the very unhealthy route. And this time I'm going hard the other way. So I'm snacking on. A little smoothie, strawberry and banana oh. smoothie. Pre dinner, um, nice. Wow, wow, Hito's changed. So, um, how's AA going, Hito? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going all right, mate. 
That's good, mate. I'm I've got glad. no, I've, I've got no excuse to not show up. So um. yeah, exactly. It's all <laughs> over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, let's dive in. Um, oh, we'll quickly hit. Oh, how do you rate your smoothie? Oh, it's pretty damn good. It's a, it's a solid eight. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I could imagine. Um, yeah, I can imagine. That must be delicious. Okay. I, I will say, just before we jump into it, you guys have frozen on my screen. So if you want to give me any prompts, I can't see them. So let's, just, <laughs> let's get in. <laughs> I let's love do it, it, Miles. You're one big technical difficulty on yeah. Zoom thing. So we're used to that, mate. <laughs> the Marlogy yeah, freeze cool. frame. Yeah. Um, okay. So as I was saying before, uh, what we normally do on the show is uh, we kind of preview all the games, uh, running through each one, but also cycling back and talking a bit how they went in the previous game week, uh, top performers from each fixture. Um, yeah, and a bit of bands along the way. So yeah, why nice. don't we dive into uh, the first one here, Manchester City versus Arsenal. Yeah, we've got a couple yeah. of big fixtures this week. I don't know if that's yeah. a big fixture other oh. than like other than... <laughs> Other than <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You didn't, you didn't let me finish. You know, oh, like sorry. Big sorry. in, big in terms of like absolutely demoralizing and a punish and a pleasure to watch as a non-Arsenal fan. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll, yeah, this it's definitely the one to look out for for points for City players. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, City, you know, beat Norwich five nil, which was a bit of a spanking, and then Arsenal lost two nil to Chelsea. Um, they lost last week 2-0 as well, and I don't like the look of this fixture for them. No. Especially after watching them against Chelsea. It was um, not a great performance. But let's let's start with City. Um, Miles, why don't you get us kicked off? You, did you have any uh, highlights here? Yeah, I mean, um, we'll have to say last week we, we said that Pep doesn't like Jesus, and for me he was pretty much the man of the match. He really deserved a goal. Um, but he really looked good out on the wing uh, rather than in the centre. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. But do you think there's um, – do you think Mahrez owners should be worried? I'm I'm actually going to say no because I think it's – you know, obviously Mahrez owners would have been expecting a big haul from this. Um, but I think it's slightly a compliment to Mahrez of Pep saying – you know, I don't actually need you against Norwich. I'm going to play some other people uh, and kind of save you for other fixtures. Okay. Um, so as as Hato said at the start of the season with with Mares and his points hauls, you know, you've got to be committed just to play him. And if he comes off the bench, he comes off the bench. But sometimes he might not even come on and you're just going to get an auto sub. So, you, so know, you think pretty um, much... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say... Oh, well, I was just going to say, so you think that Pep saw this fixture, saw a very achievable win, and maybe that's why there were five different, five changes in the team? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. So yeah. part of that yeah. rotation that you got to worry about with City. Well, also, yeah, they didn't get off to a great start last week either. So they definitely, you know, I think the points were guaranteed regardless of who start, he started, but... I feel like this was a bit of a stronger team, potentially, especially at the back. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely at the back. But with attacking, you know, he's just got so many people that can that he can play in all different types of areas that it's just going to be the pep roulette week in, week out. Yeah. And, you know, you, you see with Sterling and Mares, 
you know, they're going to come off the bench and they're still going to be dynamic for, for, for fantasy assets. So, you know, if you draft city players, especially those attacking players, you, you just have to play them and see what happens. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, rare from you, Miles. Uh, so let's move on to. <laughs> I waited to. I was waiting till he was having a sip from his beer, um, so he couldn't defend himself. Pounces. Well, uh, Grealish got a debut goal there, but not in the way we'd expect. Uh, in off his knee. Yeah, it's a bit ugly. It's pretty lucky. I like this little, uh, you know, fingers and ears celebration. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It does. It does seem weird seeing him in that kind of baby blue. Yeah, I think it suits yeah. him, to be honest. He's such a, like, he's just, he's got swag. He does have swag. He actually, I don't know if you boys have watched, there's a show called Ted Lasso that Apple's done. And, uh, yeah, is it they, good? I don't mind it. Like, as you kind of, if you can put past some of the football shit that goes on that you kind of like, because we know football, it's like, yeah, okay, that wouldn't happen. There are some really good moments. It is quite a fun show, but there's a really dickhead character in it who just thinks he's too cool for school. And he, I just keep thinking it must be based off um, Harris. Uh, sorry, um, Grealish. <laughs> um, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, anyway, so other highlights from that we'll just run through. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Mara's with a nice finish, as we said. Uh, the balls in from the midfield were amazing. Like, there were some really long balls just coming in, and one resulted in one of the goals. I think it was Mara's goal, and, um, yeah, it was pretty pretty impressive, to be honest. Like, they were just lasers. Yeah, they, they were looking up for it, for sure, and they definitely were keen to kind of write, you know, the result from the week before against Tottenham, but against Norwich as well. Look, I think they're just going to be the whipping boys this season. So, Okay, so let's yeah. talk about Arsenal. The other whipping um, boys of the season. Yeah, seems like it. Look, you know, we're trying not to be too harsh on Arsenal because we do tend to pick on them. Sorry, Arsenal fans. We've not really showed you much love out there, um, but you understand. Yeah, so that pen on Saka, I don't really think that was a pen. It was just kind of a tangle of legs in a side-by-side, really. Um, I don't know. Even as a Chelsea fan, I thought that was pretty close to being a pen, personally. Oh, yeah, it was close to being a pen, but it wasn't a pen. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into that because it's not a big part of fantasy. But, yeah, Um, they were just dominating the first half. I saw a couple of chances from Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe. Um, but generally they just got spanked. And um, I, think- I have to say, you know, the best thing to come out of this game was got to be the Arsenal fan TV reactions. Like I had so much fun watching them during this week. It's just been <laughs> You so did shoot hilarious. us a couple. Yeah, you no, did. I watched it actually just before we came on the pod. It was so funny. Oh, my God. There was one guy for, like, he's, like, saying, let me speak, let me speak, for, like, (laughs) 10 minutes. (laughs) It was so good. He's like, I let you speak, let me speak, let me speak. I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Um, Calling for the scalp of Arteta after two weeks has just got to be the best thing that's come out of this game. Okay, so just before we move on, uh, I'll get a prediction because we missed them last week. Um Miley G in the place to be. How about you uh, give us a little prediction? 
Yeah, you know, it's really hard for me to see Arsenal scoring this fixture, um, but I do think that they're going to try and be somewhat more defensive. So I'm just going to go with 3-0 to City. Okay, that's fair. Um, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll have more of their starting lineup back by next week. Um, Mm. Okay, Aston Villa versus Brentford coming up. Uh, Aston Villa won 2-0 against Newcastle uh, and Brentford drew nil all against Palace. Uh, Yeah, Aston Villa looking a bit better this week. What did you think, Heat? Yeah, they looked a lot better this week. They were a bit of a shambles last week at the back, a lot more solid. Um, And I think, yeah, that combination of last week as well against Watford, obviously they were very up for it. Um, being back in the prem, but yeah, I think the highlights just got to go out to Ingsy with that with that finish. Fuck yeah, it was Ooh. beautiful. Man, so I saw that and I was like, yeah, boy. Yeah, that was that was a really nice finish. Really nice. But he didn't get to take the pen. I was so upset by that. Oh, I'm an so Ings owner, and that fucking bummed me out. Yeah, I know. I, Although the commentators were saying that apparently El Ghazi is like, I'm not sure how many 100%. he's taken, but he, yeah, 100% record. Um, yeah, so I'm not surprised that and if, it, if there's like, any less than 100, Ingsy might have taken it because we know he took him at Southampton. So No, and I think yeah. um, I think as well, El Ghazi's not a starter for the most part once the whole team is fit. I yeah, I don't, don't think so. He had I a mad see. run last season, but I think, yeah, when they've got potentially Traore on the right and Bailey, yeah. uh, I'm not sure where Algarve is going to fit in. And back in the squad. So, yeah, it, I think potentially uh, Ingsy will be taking most of the pens, which is a good shout-out for uh, fantasy owners. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Brentford. Um, I just don't really have much to say here other than it seems to be kind of similar to the Leeds roller coaster. At this point, I know it's very early to say, but it just they just yeah. have that vibe. Yeah, I'd say that you know obviously their their defense has been um, really really impressive, uh, but then you've got to take it with a grain of salt. They've played Arsenal with uh, not a full attacking lineup as we've seen, and then obviously Palace, who you know without Zaha scoring, they just don't look like they will score against anyone. Um, but I will say people that are looking at picking up Brentford assets, um, their fixtures uh, are going to turn very ugly pretty soon. I think they've got – so they play Villa, which isn't the greatest game, and then Brighton Wolves, which is okay. And then it goes Liverpool, West Ham, Chelsea, Leicester. So you might want to grab them for short term, but you know, you're probably going to be getting rid of them pretty soon. Yeah, we'll we'll see if they can stand up to how Leeds kind of came in um, to the league because mm. you know they faced some difficult fixtures and did all right. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, and if someone holds some form over the game so far, plus those three, maybe it might be worth riding them out for four games to then have the three after, which are Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle. So yeah, okay. Well, Hito, why don't you predict that one for me, and we'll get on to the next. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two. Okay. Yeah, I think Brentford might get some points out of this potentially. Yeah, I could agree with that. I can see that happening. Um, okay, too. Brighton versus Everton uh, is our next game. Brighton yeah. Uh, yeah, Brighton won 2-0, um, consistent from them. And, 
yeah, Leeds. Oh, sorry, Everton drawing against Leeds two all. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Well, what like, do you guys think of Brighton? Well, Brighton are really stepping up from what we were talking about pre-season. We spoke about if they carry it on. Like, I think Whitey called it, like saying. I did you know, call it. I did call yeah. it. Thanks for the shout out, Heath. That's really You're welcome, nice mate. You're welcome, mate. I'm just trying to, you know, give it give it when it's due. I don't I don't give it to you often and you just seemed like you need it today. I don't so. get it often. So <laughs> <laughs> this is not a lot to give, to be honest, but you know, whatever. Look, but I'll take it. No, no, yeah. <laughs> they have looked good. I mean, and last season their results were so brutal. Like there were so many draws and, and so many games they missed out by just like poor finishing and having good opportunities and missing them. So I think we've said it before, if they can get control of that, they could be quite good. Um, Man, a hundred percent. And I think there's those, those kind of games that these are the games they need to be winning as well. Burnley. Yeah, Watford, for sure. No, this is yeah, where they exactly. were drawing or losing these games last year. So I think they might be a tough task for Everton. Like it's been a decent start for them and Everton. Well, you know, yeah, we saw they could be you know, opened up with Leeds. Obviously, we know you know Leeds are pretty decent going forward, but they weren't at their probably at their best as yet. But yeah, they definitely could be opened up. And Everton's defense is not looking amazing. Is there um, anyone from Brighton you'd be jumping on for this fixture, or after you know, or even just after the two decent results that they've had? I'd probably say, um, obviously, Morpé has scored two weeks in a row now. And if you're in a league with probably six or seven men, um, Morpé still might be available just because of the high ro- rotation of, of forwards. Um, and I'm actually looking at Morpé as more of like a long-term option. Um, I think that he does have it in him to be a consistent FBL asset, especially in draft format. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that, Miles. I mean, look, we've all... I mean, I, I've had him at times over the last two seasons and he can be frustrating and he's had his problems with um, with management and everything. But if he gets control of that, he does look like quite a talented player. Um, and mm. if he goes on a tear, you know, you want to you wanna have him. So, yeah. as Miles said, he's not in everyone's teams in the draft format. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm keeping a very close eye on him. I'd say, if, if, for one, if my forward lineup forwards weren't so strong, I'd be already jumped on him. But yeah. the injury this week to his shoulder just puts a little question mark. But I don't know if it's too bad. It's still just a shoulder. Mm. Okay. What let's about talk- Everton, boys? Yeah, let's talk about Everton. Um, yeah, Marley, Marley G. What, what, what do you reckon? Well, you know, with FPL returns, you know, we've got Decore with another one, which is an interesting one, as you know, you guys know he's another on my one. top five uh, <laughs> list of box to box midfielders. Yeah. Um, I think we're still so, waiting for that list, aren't we? Oh, it's coming. The mate. complete coming. list. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously with uh, DCL with the pen, earned it. Uh, yeah, boy. Took it himself and, and Gray. But just going back to DCL, um, we were having a little conversation. Um, you know, off pod, uh, just about DCL's uh, penalty spot kicks. And I actually thought that Richarlson took most of them when Sigerson wasn't on the pitch. But what do you guys think about that? Yeah, well, I just think maybe they're going to be taking turns. Um, I think one, you know, actually one of you guys brought up the point that when they get when they get fouled, then they might take the pen. 
Um, and in mm. this case, that's exactly what happened. DCL was dragged down and he took the pen. Um, and with no Sigurdsson around who, you know, can be um, a pretty consistent pen taker as well, um, you know, I think those two may share some of the pens, Richarlison and DCL. Yeah, it'll be interesting to, to watch and see how that develops throughout the season. Um, and it's an interesting point of, you know, you, you win it, you take it. And um, we'll bring it up later, but it's 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 like what Delhi did in the Tottenham game. So yeah. um, it's an interesting concept to look at. And um, I think penalties might be a bit more shared than they have been in, in the past. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, for sure. I think as well, just worth noting, um, Damara Gray is kind of playing in behind DCL at the moment. And um, he, he is looking fairly good there. And I'm not sure like what competition he has for that position if Hamez is not playing and if, if Hamez is moving on and Siggy is in jail. Um, but <laughs> maybe a decent player to keep an eye on because I don't think he would have been picked up by a lot of people um, to begin with. Yeah, he hasn't scored a lot of goals in his career from what I've seen. So Okay. I'm not sure how far that that can go, but so don't just get don't just get excited after one goal. But you never know in really deep leagues with you know twelve people or so. There's you've got to be looking at these type of players um, just no. for the chance of one goal, which can help separate some points. Hundred percent. All right, I'll predict this fixture. Um, I'm actually going to go and upset. I'm going to say two one to Brighton. Um, Ooh, that's spicy. Yeah, I like that. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. And the one goal for Everton will be DCL. Okay. Okay, mate. If we have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next one. Newcastle versus Southampton. Um, not a lot to say here, boys. Uh, Joe Wilcox Ooh. is officially signed from Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and got the start there. He was a fairly exciting player last season. Um, oh, I'm skipping straight ahead. I haven't even said the results. They lost 2-0 to Aston Villa. And Southampton drew one all with Man United, which was quite impressive, I thought. Um, yeah. Miles, what did you think about Wilson in that in that Newcastle game? Yeah, it was a massive miss from him. And he usually takes those opportunities, um, you know, with a grain of salt. Like, he just he buries them, doesn't he? Um, yeah, so that no. was a bit surprising for Wilson owners. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't, you know, are you doing a fuck you COVID? Fuck COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you crack that shit. Well, Get it in I now. heard it because, you know, you guys are just completely frozen. But, yeah, um, <laughs> with with Newcastle, um, I think that they're they're going to they're gonna win some games, but it's it's mainly going to be through, you know, your Wilson and um, ASM, um, St. Maximum. So we didn't see it this, this game, but this fixture could be potential for, for, for those two strikers. Um, obviously, Wilson's going to be taken in, I think, every league. But ASM is definitely someone to consider. Um, yeah, I think look- against Southampton, they impressed me against United. Um, but this is a different type of fixture, and I think it will be a little bit more open. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I feel like St. Maximum is just one of those players that, like, you Ooh, can't he is even hot just and keep, cold. Yeah, he you can't even keep cold. him. You can't even put him in your team, but maybe as a, you know, well, now he's a striker as well. It makes it more, uh, I don't know about him, man. Cool. I'm, I'm, I liked him as a mid because you could bring him in as like a swing player. Um, but 
when it's one of your forwards, like it's harder. That's a harder position to give, give away. But maybe I think in um, those, I think in the really um, packed leagues of like those ten plus leagues, um, man leagues, I think that's where he's actually quite a an okay option. He's starting every week. He's yeah. just giving you another player in that's you know part of your squad. Yeah, no, I completely agree. All right, Southampton actually impressing me here, drawing with United. Um, yeah, yeah. What'd what you like, Whitey? At all? Well, I mean, you know, it, they kind of caught Man United asleep a few times in the game. They lost the ball and um, yeah, dispossessed you know, for the goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dispossessed for that goal. Um, oh yeah, I've seen someone's mm. note in our spreadsheet here. Ings Junior. Yeah, I'm strong. <laughs> Um, he's a, he's like he's quite interesting actually, and he did miss some good chances, but he gets oh, into good spaces. He does, yeah. I think the one v was kind of a one v one. I think he should have buried. That was their, you know, this type of game when you're holding against a team that you probably aren't expected to beat. You get that one chance in the game to go ahead. Yeah, and he fucked it. Mm. And I was no. just like, man, that was it. That's your one chance, and it's gone. It was brutal, but you yeah. got one chance, one opportunity. <laughs> One well, Shay Adams, Shay Adams took his one chance, one opportunity, um, but used. At first, I thought it was an amazing finish, and then I saw the replay. I was like, "Oh, deflected goal!" Yeah, Fred OG. <laughs> yeah, so you know, that I think it's a pretty good result, pretty poor result from United, and yeah, yeah, solid point for Southampton, definitely. So, uh, who wants to predict this fixture? I think it's Miles's turn. Yeah, I'll yeah, go Miles back G. to it, and um, you know, a uh, little bit. These these fixtures always get me, but. I'm just going to go with something spicy for attacking credentials. I'm just going to go two-two. Like, I think it's, I think it's a fun kind of number to go with. I was going to say two-one Newcastle. Well, Hito, it's not your I turn. I think it's close. So pipe but down, mate. Just, just okay. Okay. I'm, not all of us are on the smoothies, mate. We can't all be all righteous and smoothies. Okay. <laughs> mate, my head's just so clear right now. I'm just like <laughs> pitch, you know. Mate, I'm in the zone. As. Okay. <laughs> Norwich first Leicester. Uh, Norwich got spanked 5-0 yep. by City. Um, yep. Can't remember them doing anything exciting. No, our only note is poop. Yeah, and... literally, I think we can move on. Uh, poop. Yeah. So, I don't know if they're going to become the new Sheffield Sheffield like last season who we didn't even talk about them. <laughs> yeah, they were banned from the pod. They were banned from the pod. They might, might that shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. It might be a similar thing. You never. I think we might. You know, we've already got that in contention, so... Uh, I think so. Uh, well, I guess we're going to find out in the next couple of game weeks, but let's let's not rule them out too soon. It's still City. Okay. Um, now, I think we should just move straight on to Leicester here. Yeah, uh, they, got, another, they got pooped on. They got pooped on too. I mean, it's been pooped this week flying around. Yeah. Um, Marley G? Yeah, so, look, West Ham look really up for it, and which we'll talk about. Um, when we get to them, you know, Leicester, they got the red card through Pierre P- Pereira, who we already mentioned in your team, you know, thank God. But um, not red card, you know, it was with through Leicester- Perez, dude. Perez got the red. Oh, wasn't it Pereira? No, nah, Perez got the red uh, card. Just oh, conceding four goals. I saw yeah. the minus one and I just assumed it. Nah, you know, Pereira got, yeah, conceded. Yeah, it was a bit of a rough raking with the studs there. Yeah, I no, was only was seeing, you know, pretty. West Ham assets. Um, but yeah, look, with Leicester assets, I'd be holding on to them. I think it's just a little, little blip in the radar um, after that. And this is a perfect fixture for them oh. to bounce back. Is it ever? Yeah, this should. Mm. 
this should be, you know, a confidence builder for the boys. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really only the Tielemans goal in that game, which he did put a decent shot on and it kind of rebounded back to him and he finished it well. Mm-hmm. Only other thing of note was how poor Soyenchu's pass was to... Oh, my Lord. West Ham another opportunity or another goal. That was mm. horrendous. That was terrible. But yeah, but West Ham was all over him. So. Yeah, West Ham really look up for it and I'm looking forward to talking about them. Um, so, Hito, I think it's your prediction here. Yeah, I think Leicester are going to win 2-0. And goal scorers? Goal scorers, Vardy Party's going to get back on the train for sure. Okay. And I think we might see one from Harvey Barnes. Oh, the old Barnesy. Oh, Barnesy. Okay, well, I did say before we were, I was excited to talk about West Ham, so they're up next. Oh, uh, how West, convenient, boys. That is convenient. Very, very nicely placed there. Um, West Ham versus Crystal Palace. Um, oh. Fuck me. I'm a little bit nervous here because uh, of all the West Ham players Miles have. But, yeah, so uh, <laughs> West Ham won 4-1, as we said, against Leicester, uh, as a, against 10-man Leicester. And then... Palace drew nil all with Brentford. Now, yeah. holy shit, Miles, tell me about it. West Ham, I mean... West Ham, you know, two two game weeks in a row that they've scored four goals. Um, I think that, you know, they're, they're going to be scoring these amount of goals for a, a lot of games. You know, obviously against City, Chelsea, Liverpool, they probably can't do something like that. But, wow... Ben Rama has literally been such a pickup for them because you take Lingard out and the amount of goals and assists that he created uh, last season when he got signed, and it kind of just seems like a, a like for like for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the link up with Antonio has just been incredible. Um, yeah, no, you Antonio know, in that game was fucked. He looks yeah. really good, like really fit. Like I. You know, he did look a bit chunky last season. No, he and he didn't, slimmed mate. down a bit. He fucking didn't. He was mate. This come on, this is bullshit. This is Miles. Like, oh, I've got Antonio now, and he's oh damn, he's looking trim. Fuck, he looks no, good. he does. Like, Hito, back he's me got, up, like, mate. You've got relationship I, I goggles today. on. He's got relationship no. goggles on. Yeah, Miles. Yeah, Miles. <laughs> no, look, he does look fit. You know, those those tight tight shorts looked. Uh, <laughs> he looked fit when I picked him up, mate. I reckon all it's going to take is a little ding. Mate, do you know what? The, he was the hero of lockdown from 2020, and this year he's the hero lockdown of 2020. Drinking the smoothies. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, let's quickly run through how he scored his goals. Uh, one of them was an amazing turn and finish. Oh, yeah. Um, and for the second goal, that fucking flicks it over his head. And then kind of like studs up, dives at the ball and finishes a bottom corner. Yeah. It just screamed it just screamed of like a game of like boys, you know, versus men. Like he they just the way they were up for that game and the hunger, like Leicester players would like just seem defeated from the red card. Yeah, Doesn't, that they didn't seem up for it at all. Yeah, he looked on fire. But like even the finish from Fanals earlier on was lovely ball in from Ben Rama first time hit like that's confidence man so and he's not owned in our league and I like that's two starts for him at this at the start of the season and I two goals I think he's got two goals or at least a goal and an assist I have to check last he week he got an assist last week yeah goal and assist so 
He's yeah. in there, and he did have a decent run at the start of last season. If he can keep in the team, they do look like a team keen to score goals. So he, oh, he's yeah, definitely be, someone on my radar. 100%, you'd be wanting to get in on that West Ham team. I think it's a team where obviously there's stronger players in the attacking options, but it's one where you can actually probably jump on someone, know they're a regular starter, like Bowen, Fanal, Suchek. You know, their options mm. are in and around there. They could, you know, sneak in with a goal or assist here and there when you've got two main guys firing. Yeah, for sure. Well, Bowen was a starter in that game too. So, yeah, definitely some options there. And, you know, ones that do look pretty spicy. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about Palace. Miles, I know you like Palace, but I don't think there's much to be said here. Yeah, you know, I do like my Palace, but they don't look great. Um, as I said earlier, without Zaha playing well, and it just really seems like every time Zaha gets touched, he just drops to the floor. And I just want to see a bit more from him because, you know, he needs to be stronger and he needs to, like, lead with, you know, like... By example. Uh, by example, thank you. And um, it just it seems like he's being, like, a whiny little bitch. You know, I'm sorry. It, and it, it hurts like me to say that. Seasons. Yeah. Just, you know, it, it hurts me because I love Zaha. You know how much I love Zaha. And he's just really disappointed me, man. Yeah. Well, it's not happening this season. They've changed the rules to be, allow a little bit more physical contact this year. So yeah. I think players will pick up on that soon enough and stop going down. Well, so we'll we're going to talk about Palace like later in the season. But just at the moment, I just I think that they. They, they really need to like pull, pull their head in and just you know hit the pitch because this fixture again is not good for them. We've seen what West Ham have been doing, and it could be another four goals for West Ham. You know. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's um let's move on now. I, I'm going to predict this one. Three nil. Yeah, do it, mate. Three nil. I think Fornell's back in it. Antonio in it. Ben Rama. And I think a clean sheet's pretty attainable there. Ben oh Brahma. my God, Trash look at people. this next fixture. Ew. This is the big one, boys. This is the Liverpool big one. Liverpool versus Chelsea. I'm excited. Wow. Man, we've designated look. some time for this. This is the biggest fixture of this game week. Um, and yeah. Of, this of is our season really as well. Important. Of our individual respective seasons as fans yeah. on this pod, you know. 100%. This is huge. This could also- break up the pod. Uh, I, don't I know. doubt it. We're strong, it, mate. We're, we've got strong relationships here. Look, okay, we'll, just sleep, we'll just sleep in different bedrooms for a few nights and then I'll be all fine. <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> yeah, you got all the right, couch here. What, um, took okay. us through the past results. So Liverpool uh, 2-0 against Burnley and Chelsea 2-0 against Arsenal. So they've won against very similar teams there, uh, Burnley and Arsenal. No, yep. oh God, I, I said I'd trash Arsenal less, but I'm having trouble. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Liverpool. Um, Hito, another start for Jota. Yeah, man, he's he's looking good and in form and keeping Bobby out of the lineup at the moment. And I think with another goal this week, it's probably going to continue. Like, I don't think he's going to much is going to change for next week against against Chelsea. Like. Both teams have had kind of easier fixtures to start the season, and this is their first real test. Would you say any Jota owners have gotten a bit lucky there, or anyone who drafted Jota have gotten a bit lucky there? Or would you have said that maybe this was on the horizon? 
I think it's uh, some people who maybe didn't know or aren't Liverpool fans probably might skew it to luck. Um, but I think you could definitely give them some credit for if they went early. I think that was a, a smart risk that actually is, pay, is paying off. But I think he should have been drafted fairly high regardless just because of what he did last season when he was involved and the team he's in. Mm. And I think, yeah, if you look at it really in a, a lens of actually a really strategic pick, Bobby wasn't great last year. No. You know, we suffered with goals. There's so much reliance on Salah. I think to add that other dimension, I think it's actually and it's going to be cool to watch what actually happens with him moving forward. Like, does Bobby just suffer long-term? I don't know. Well, I think Bobby's always been a – well, he's been a very consistent performer. I think over his time, he's got 140 to 160 points every season. So he's like mm. – not every season, but most seasons he's played, last like four or so. Um, so he's very consistent, but we could definitely see his points drop from that consistent, you know, those consistent numbers. And, yeah. You know, I think I think what we'll see is that Jota and Firmino are – you know, use fairly tactically based on the fixtures. I agree. I was just about to say that. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens against Chelsea because obviously we've versed easier teams already. So having three outward attacking players. I think Bobby's going to play. Yeah, he could, man, because he's got a lot better work rate, like defensively. Jota is good too, but Bobby's really good at winning the ball back. Um, And he's, he's really good at, kind of dropping back and, and nicking the possession back. So I, that potentially against a stronger opposition, it might be, but, yeah, as you say. But Hito, you probably won't have possession at all, I would say. just. Uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, why we've got to nick it back, mate. I don't think there's any nicking. <laughs> yeah, Bobby holds up the ball really well, much better than Jota. And I think uh, Hito summarized it really well in one of our preseason episodes where he said that uh, Firmino was more of just like a, I think you said dynamic playmaker. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what Liverpool need in these types of fixtures. So I, I do agree. I think that Klopp's probably going to start Bobby. But with the form of Jota and that finish that he did, because Liverpool have, you know, those two wing backs that are playing at the moment. And then if Robertson replaces, um, you know, Simarcus, then, uh, you know, Jota can really finish across like he did on the weekend. Yeah. No, yeah, he's good 100%. in the air. And, and uh, that's a good point, mate, because against someone like, you know, Chelsea, if you're giving them an extra attacker to focus on, like to draw Kante away and a defender, that actually might be the space we need to get through you guys as opposed to... It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a great game. I, I hope it's going to be a great game. Yeah, oh, man, BBD you know versus these... Lukaku, like that's going to be a huge oh battle. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about Lukaku, but we'll we'll, we'll keep going here. We'll, we'll press on with Liverpool. Um, <laughs> look, uh, yeah, Elliot looked really good, and um, it was a nice pass from him through to Salah for what was an offside goal, but I was quite impressed by him throughout the game. Yeah, we're going to see a lot more of him this year with with uh, Shaq just getting sold. Shaq and also, gone. yeah, when Alden, you know, obviously gone too, there's some space for someone to come in. So, that yeah, just like what Hito said last week. Yeah, that was a really interesting point that um, you know, with with Widgie gone, you know, and Henderson, and now this new kid Elliot, you know, that there, there will be some sort of FPL returns. I think with in a team like Liverpool. 
I just don't think it's going to be big. Like we like not there's not a huge change there. I mean, the points are still going to come from the main outlets and I mean the only big change is the one we were talking about, Firmino and Jota. Like for the most you'd have part, to, you'd have to be a Liverpool fan in a deep league to be playing that kind of play yeah. the wire yeah. fun. But boys, I've taken up so much time. I'm gonna handle hand over the you know the mic. We haven't even talked about the goals. There were some nice goals, didn't there? Oh, there were. But uh, boys, I'm just conscious. I, I want I want you to get some okay. time before we beat you. You know. Okay. Well, you did take up six minutes of our time oh. here, but. What Look, you doing counting me, mate? Why, why are you timing me? Oh, mate, I'm like literally counting in my head all the time. Oh. Always, always. Always. All right, let's talk about Chelsea-Arsenal. Wow. Yeah, what a massive Miles. game. Oh, um, Miles. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I mean... Look, I've said it. I said it after we won the Champions League. I think, you know, Chelsea are literally preparing themselves to be the, the future of English football and... You know, I know that we're playing oh, Arsenal. Oh, I love when Miles can says I have this that, outlandish. Can I have, can I have that mic back now? Like, I regret <laughs> handing it over. You know, I know we played Palace and then Arsenal, but, you know, Chelsea just looked good. And I think that those score lines could have been a lot worse for the two opposing teams. And we've just agree. got depth this year. You know, wow. we got Reese James makes a start and, um, you know, Dude, Kai Havertz, you know, come on. I told you. Reese um, James is going to be super influential this season, I think. Just having that centre forward up there that's going to finish the balls he's on the end of. And Lukaku's like dropping back, holding the ball up like an absolute animal. Like he was monstering, was it, um, what's it, Pablo Marie? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. He oh, was my dominating. God. He was. The- he was unplayable. He was literally unplayable. There was nothing you could do, and I'm struggling to think. Like the only person that is immediately coming to mind is VVD. Um, That's going to be a battle. But still, VVD's just back. Like I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, VVD at full strength, sure. But I think fucking Lukaku's going to be a handful. Yeah. The thing that's worrying me is that uh, Fabinho hasn't played this game because his father just passed away. Right. And he is a man I'd want to be sitting in our, you know, defensive midfielder spot to to be hassling Lukaku all game when he drops deep. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be good. But it just, I, I mean, it, it'll be interesting because yeah, Chelsea definitely um, just powered down the left and right side with the wing backs in that game. Lukaku stoked up so much of the pressure internally because he's such a massive threat that there was just massive space for. Um, Alonso and Reese James. Yeah, no chili. Mainly Reese James. No chili this week again. I'm not mm. super surprised by that. Um, you know, I think we're going to see them rotated a lot. It's going to be on a case by case and team by team basis. So you still think... be holding if you are if you are owner. I wasn't thinking of chili as a great asset this season anyway because I did think once Tuchel came in, he did use them tactically and i mean alonso's great because he has that goal scoring threat from set pieces and everything and i don't it's just so hard to call which one's going to play um if you had both of them that would be good because you'd never have to worry and you know they're both good players and it would just auto sub but that's still one player down it's Um, taking yeah but you know yeah reese james obviously you know 
great cross in for Lukaku in that game um, and an awesome finish. Uh, he's probably more nailed on than it, than either of Alonso or Chile. I don't think he's got as much competition on the right now that Aspi's sitting in on the right 100%. side of the centre-backs. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to have a breakout season this year. And, yeah, you know, if you don't have him, maybe trade for him because maybe someone might that. Yeah, don't let it run touch, off. But Get on it before it runs away and it's too, <laughs> too honestly, valuable. The train's left the station. 18 points. Anyone who's got him now is going to be like, holy fuck. Yeah, 100%. Um, look, I'm just going to round out uh, Chelsea with just a little bit of um, draft strategy. Um, so I've been speaking to one of our fans, BD White, quite a bit. And um, we were actually talking about... Shout out to um, BD. Yeah, he got a got a shout out to him. I've been having awesome chats with him. So cheers for that, brother. But we've been talking about when you're in one of... When you're coming first or second and you're really low in that waiver wire, you've got to be looking for 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 trades that are a few weeks in ahead. So oh, yeah. I saw that Ziyech were was back in training and you know he hasn't done anything yet so he's not going to be on everyone's radar. So I actually uh, picked him up in the in the open period of the of the waiver. Um, <gasps> and it, it it wasn't to to play him, it was literally just to have him <sighs> so no one else could pick him up because I saw he was back and everyone thought he might be having surgery and whatnot. Oh, and that was in my fucking notes for this week. You just with draft, <laughs> you know, you've got to be thinking a little bit outside the box, you know. And he brought up a really good point of, you know, James Rodriguez. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of talk about him leaving, and maybe he's available in a lot of leagues. And you know, he looks like he's probably going to stay at this point. So, you know, you could jump on that if you're in, you know. The, the lower uh, waiver wires to actually jump on players just just to have them to block them from other people. Oh, yeah, you got to have that. I'm you gotta filthy, Miles. You got to have that depth in your squad to play those strategies too. But I know it's a good shout, mate, because I didn't even know he was coming back that soon. So that's a, a really solid play. I'll give you some props there. It hurts me, but Thank I'll you. give you some props there. Ah, oh, that stings. Thank Who'd you. you drop for him? Out I mean, of curiosity. Who'd you drop for him? Bergwine, buddy. Remember the, uh, the oh, you we had on Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Can we just can you we just run through that scenario? Can you tell the story, Whitey? So yeah, so basically we were having a Zoom hangout, um, Hedo, Miles, and I with our partners on um, Saturday night. We're all sitting there. Oh no, it was Friday night. So for for Australia time, the waiver wire ended at uh, or began at ten. So everyone's waivers went in and we all kind of jumped on at the same time and having a look. And we're kind of going through and I stupidly said out loud something about Bergwijn because basically I think he got... uh, Someone tried to pick him up but it didn't go through because they got someone else. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I forgot about Bergwijn, said that out loud and then like realised I said it out loud and was like racing to try and get the app open because I saw Miles was already... App in hand. Yeah. By the time I got there, he was fucking gone. Miles took in the snake and then drops him for (laughs) Zek, another fucking player I wanted. (laughs) I was watching this too. I was just, they were so focused on the conversation, just went silent. It's just like those two boys staring at their phones. I'm like, okay, something's going on here. 
We're already boring Look, the girls with the, that, uh, <laughs> with the fantasy chat. And it then just shows that Miles and I are on a level, you know, and we're, it's the same level. We're just Miles has been a bit quicker at this point, but I'm going to come back, baby. Um, Miles, please predict this result. We've talked about this for like 15 minutes, so we need to get on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, let's jump on. Um, I'm actually, I, I'm going to go 1-0 to Chelsea. Oh, yeah, I agree. I just think Chelsea have been so good in big games. They control the games really well against big teams. So I agree yeah, with that. Just like what we saw in the uh, the Champions League final, I think Tuchel's going to just try and think a goal and then just go real defensive on it. I'm glad you didn't insult me and go larger than a one. I, I will take that. No, I, I respect your defense a lot. I respect what Liverpool have done in the last, you know, four or five years. Okay, and, okay, um, okay. Let's talk about Burnley yeah. versus Leeds. Oh, I was liking that. No, I got <laughs> sick of that. Way too much fucking blowing smoke up his ass. All right. Burnley lost 2-0 to Liverpool. Leeds 2-all against Everton. Um, yeah. Burnley, like, honestly, for me, the only thing was Ashley Barnes looked actually really, really lively. Yeah, he's a bit of a terrier. We've we've called him out in previous seasons. They've just just never really come to much. But they did have a few moments in the game against Liverpool where they looked a bit threatening. Chris Wood looked absolutely quiet, but it was some of the movement around him um, that looked looked a little bit interesting at times. Alisson having to pull off a few good saves. From them, Ashley, on the note of Ashley, like he's had some injuries and that's always something to worry about with him. But mm. he's never, whenever he's started to get a bit of form, he gets an injury. So that's worth watching. But I don't know. He just seems like, like Miles was talking about Ziek and people at the top of their waivers. You know, watching him in that game, I'm like, oh, he's someone I can see getting on the, on, in the goals against a, you know, another team and you know Leeds could be a good example because they do let in goals yeah and it is Liverpool as well um as I just said I really rate their defense so it would have been hard for Burnley um you know attacking assets to get some sort of return but yeah this is a perfect game as you said um you know for Wood, Barnes um even Rodriguez he's looks like he's coming off the bench but he's um he's he's definitely an option for them if they if they choose to go with that, especially if Leeds are going to do that open play. Yeah, well, let's talk about Leeds. Um, they drew two all with Everton. Hito, um, yeah, any any highlights for you there that stood out? Yeah, well, they looked a little bit more threatening this game, didn't they, boys? Uh, as opposed to, to mm. last week against a rampant Man U. Yeah, but, yeah, a few nice goals like the the counter attack with Paddy B passing off to Klish. Um, to finish nicely, one v one. That was uh, nice. sexy fizzer from Rafinha to oh. flip in and make it two two. Jeez, well Filthy. we questioned his finishing last week, and uh, well, he's he's put down a statement there. Yeah, it seems like a bit of a they're easing into the season a little bit. They're not just they haven't come out fully firing, but I think we've still got confidence in their assets and long term over the season they'll be good. Okay, uh, now can I get a prediction from you, Hita? For that one? You can, mate. I think Leeds will win 3-1. Yeah, fair enough. That's a Leeds result if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Especially against Burnley. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Tottenham versus Watford. Uh, Tottenham won 1-0 against Wolves. And, yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, Watford lost 2-0 against Brighton. Um, Miley yep. G in the place to be. 
Talk me through Tottenham. Yeah, so um, they won the early penalty. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Delhi won it and took it, scored it. Um, I reckon he will be taken in most leagues, but a few people might be sleeping on Delhi. And I actually really rate him. We know that he can be a huge FBL asset. And I think that he could be you really surprise people with, with the numbers that he puts up this season. Well, especially he's playing the position that he scored those amazing results exactly, when we yeah. first saw him. So, yeah, you know, I, I, Obvious, the thing is with Tottenham, ultimately we've got a lot to learn about when Kane comes in. Yeah, and I think he's staying, boys. I'm just going to put it out there. I think Daniel Levy has, you know, like, he, he's just he's just a master at, you know, blocking transfers that he doesn't want to go through. And I think he's put that 150 mil price tag because he knows that City just can't pay that because of, you know, financial fa- fair play. And but that's um, not in play him. right now. Financial fair play what? isn't even in play right now. Really? Yeah, because of COVID. They've all got a free path. So ridiculous. <laughs> oh, sorry. I actually Rich wasn't getting richer, on that. man. Yeah, so Crazy. I found that out just, I think I was something I was reading during researching for the draft but yeah basically um they've kind of scrapped it during covid uh for a bit just because it's well i mean there's no fans in stadiums so that's a big part of those those teams incomes and uh i mean yeah they want to keep they want to keep players moving which is obviously it's super unfair for the smaller teams that you know are really hard hit by um covid but you know, for teams didn't have the that, money anyway. <laughs> yeah, for teams that can spend, you know, that's it's actually beneficial. I mean, not all teams can spend. Look at Barca, but um... no, no, it's it's a it's a spicy one though to see what happens because obviously he's getting older. It's not like Haaland's situation where if he stays another year, it doesn't really matter. You'll get the same money again. Yeah, it's he's getting closer to that thirty number. Did you see him come on? No, I didn't actually yeah. see him come on. When he came on, yeah, he I just was it. like, yeah, all right, I'm here. I showed up. Oh, like, interesting. I don't know. You I know, for the first, like, it was the first time that he's played in front of the Tottenham fans, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it was Tottenham at home, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was Wolves at home. But still, he didn't really come on. He didn't on play last week, so. He did. He didn't play last yeah, week in no, game okay. week one. But it was like the first, his first start of the season, and he was very just like head down, like very, I don't know. He just looks sad, but he always looks sad. So maybe I'm just reading into it. That's true. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And it's just something that I slightly foreshadowed during the draft, um, especially when it came to me in, um, in third pick when Kane and Fernandez was left. I thought that Kane probably isn't the type of player to tank, but just in case he is, I don't want to be involved in what's going to happen with this him this season. So um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, let's uh, talk quickly, yeah. very quickly about one other asset, Bergwijn, who we talked about just quickly. For me, he just he looks like a bundle of energy, and maybe he is an option as like an outsider pick in some leagues because he hasn't actually really got much in terms of scoring, but he's just one player I keep seeing, and I'm like. I feel like he's close to getting some goals. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out before we moved on to Watford. Yeah, and I agree. Hito, I feel like there's only one thing you need to say here. 
About Wofford? Yeah. I fucking called it, lads. They were punching. They were punching so hard last week. Dude, I agreed with you. I, like, Miles was getting all hopped up. He's like, oh, yeah, Wofford. But I don't know. They're, you know, they're a very defensive team. They'll keep some clean sheets, but... But also we saw how open Villa were last week and we just, every goal was taking advantage of that. And Brighton were a lot more solid this week and we saw <laughs> Watford were not the same story week in, week out. So no. it, I think those that first week, just excitement. And I reckon we would have seen across the league, so many people transferring in Watford players desperately. We're going to come into Man U soon. People hyping up. United, like, oh shit, they've done it. First game week. Let's let's see what happens. And I think a bit of reality's hit this week. For some team. Yeah. I'll agree yes, with you. I had a little bit of Watford hype. You know, obviously I sit in the golf cart every week with my old man who's a massive <laughs> Watford head. And um I saw that that result that they did against Villa and I thought that they did have goals as well as the defense. Um so I've made a terrible waiver decision because I wanted to go with Jesus, but I thought that maybe Dennis was a better long-term option thinking that maybe Kane might come or stay or him, you know, Pep not liking Jesus. And, you know, I'm actually really regretting um, not just picking up Jesus as a bit more of a punt, knowing that Dennis would probably still be available if I did want to jump on him. So yeah, um, we can talk about your regrets all week, but we have to finish the pod. So, Let's let's get let's get a little bit of a sorry that that seemed mate, brutal. Mate, you, mate, you, no, no, that's good. You get your FBL, you get your therapy session in in later. Yeah, look, yeah. we'll talk. After Wait, give us a prediction, and we'll move on to the last fixture. I think you know, I think Tottenham are going to get a decent result here. I think three nil. I think we're going to see Sun on the score sheet again, and maybe a start from Kane and a goal. So, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled on that one. Um, Wolves versus United, our last fixture here. Um, Wolves, as we just said, lost 1-0 to Tottenham and uh, United drew one all with Southampton. Um, yeah. What do you think, Whitey, of Wolves? Um, look, they kind of they kind of look good like against yeah. Tottenham. I thought that they looked pretty good. And one player that has come ac- across both weeks, he's starting and he's getting in good positions, not necessarily finishing in them, is uh, Traore. Like, he is getting starts, and he's looking up for it. Oh, man, two weeks in a row, 1v1s. Like, oh, no, it's brutal. And that's why I think from an FPL side of things that maybe people are just like, oh, God, he's rubbish this season. But Traore, like, he's an animal, man. Like, he's just going to keep running... And he's going to get in those positions week in, week out. And if he's getting the starts, which he never got under Nuno, like consistent starts, I think things will eventually tick over. And, uh, yeah, I think we could see some decent fantasy points from him this year. It's it's actually a really interesting, um, you know, argument or debate because there's been a lot of talk in the press this week about uh, Nuno trying to get him to Spurs. I know he didn't start him as much as... What the fuck? Yeah. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Just so he can put him on the bench? He's like, you're in my my pocket. You're my bitch. He's like walking around like in a prison when he's got like in the pocket hanging out. Maybe he just feels... Hanging onto it. 
maybe he's a man under you know under threat, you know, and he needs a bodyguard on the bench close to him every week. He just wants uh, some muscle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the body. Yeah, he's got the muscle. He needs the muscle. Yeah. I think if Traore went to a team with a, like a really good coach, like I don't think you'd go to Liverpool, but if he had like a Klopp or someone that could coach him and and turn him into that like fifty mil player. Who knows what the potential could be there if he could just add finishing to his game. Yeah. No, I, I do agree. Uh, but, yeah, he, he for me looks like one of the better options on that Wolves team at the moment, and I, I definitely have my eye on him. Especially with Never, um, not Nevers, Neto and Podence um, still out. I think they're still in. Yeah, I guess that'll be the question is whether they just fit straight back in. But um, It's hard with a new manager too, to tell. You, you just don't know. But I think we've talked enough about... Wolves losing there. Um, Milesy, why don't you talk about Man United, Southampton? One all. Yeah, one all. Obviously, um, you know, United owners will be really dif- disappointed with this, but I think you need to take it with a grain of salt because I feel that Southampton uh, played really well against a team like United and really closed them down in those tight areas. Um, but just taking it to United, um, I want to talk about the the debate that's going on in the community about Greenwood. Um, you know, he's obviously got the form. You know, does he start as much as he does when Sancho and Cavani and Rashford are in the team? Um, what are we ta- What are we thinking as a long term asset for Greenwood? Are we looking to maybe capitalize on his early form and trade him because of all of these speculations that are going to happen? Like, what do you guys think? I would I would be trying to trade him in a way. Like, I'd be looking at Rashford's return date and thinking that Rashi's probably one of the big threats to him being in the team. Um, yeah. Obviously, Sancho's not starting just yet, um, but I think that's a matter of time as well. Definitely. But, and Martial just looks like trash up top. So yeah, he's got no competition at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's really nailed on. And if you can take advantage of someone who's maybe not paying attention, you might have got most of what you're going to get from Greenwood. I mean, you can probably hang on to him for maybe one or two more weeks, but I'd be keeping a close eye on Rashford's return date. Is that That is going to be the big, big thing because he's not – I don't yeah. think he's going to push Rashford out of the team. No, well, Rashi's and- got – Till about mid October, apparently, according to to news. So a bit more time, but I think I'd be more worried short term about Sancho getting starts and then potentially um, Cavani getting starts too. Yeah, well, that, but that's the, the Pog, thing. But Pog so like when Sancho, so Pog exactly, Pog yeah. will drop back. So when Sancho comes in, Pogs will drop back. So there's still that position there for Greenwood. It's it's for me. It's Rashford is the is the big one. I I think it's Rashford and Cavani because we know that Sancho is going to slot in on the right and then Greenwood's just going to go to the centre for short term. And then the issue is going to be the Cavani, Rashford and then Pogba debate because obviously Pogba's been playing so much higher than he has his whole career at Man United. And he's looked good and like another assist this week, I think. Yeah, another assist this week. And... Mm. Yeah, uh, that's. I think you'd want to be riding a. Yeah, I think you either can risk it and hold, or you can maybe ride a couple more game weeks until you start seeing signs. I think you've got to know that once Man United have a fit team, 
that Greenwood is a rotation player. Yeah. Look, that's, I, at the end I, of the day, I, that's what it is. A hundred percent agree. And what I'm just trying to get through to the audience is, you know, hold on to him for a week or two. I think that he should score in the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah, look, they've got Wolves the and Newcastle, you know. But then as soon as that happens, really try to do a trade for someone that's going to play the whole season that's got form. Like, you know, you can look at so many people like Ben Rama and, you know, obviously it would be hard to get Son, um, you know, maybe Whoa. one of the city mids. Son. You know, I'm – no, but I'm talking about, you know, if you juice up a trade, you know, have Talk Greenwood about trade and someone rate. else. Trade yeah. Um but you know, if, if you're if you've got Greenwood and you've got a nice, you know, fairly decent defender, and you offer, you know, someone that doesn't have a good defense, uh, Greenwood and a good defender for Son, um, so and they they just look at the form, you could just blag yourself a little trade rape, we like to call it. Yeah, no, that could happen. It could, it could happen. I think you've just got to be switched on to Man U news. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's what we're saying here is just keep an eye on those returning players. But uh, let's round it out. This is the this is it. This is the end. Miles, I think you've got the last prediction here. Give us what you got. Yeah. Um, what do you got, fella? Yeah, I'll say uh, Wolves did impress me, but I think that United will do a little bounce back. I'll say three one to United. Fair enough. Alrighty. Not bad. I, think, okay. I think we could see that. I think we could see that come back. I think we could see that too. Um, you mm. know. Maybe Troy will finally finish one. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, boys, I think that really uh, rounds out quite an interesting week. Uh, definitely our highlight fixture there is Chelsea-Liverpool. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be – It's the start of the season is such an exciting time. Yeah. Mm. A lot uh, of question marks. You know, you just and you really got to take risks and you know make sure you're on top of trades early. Like when you've got someone like fucking Miles stealing every player before you can get to them, you know you really got to you've got to be on top of it. So this is really one of the most important parts of the season. So stay on top of your transfers. That's it with draft. You know, you've just got to think outside the box, especially when you're playing waiver, because waiver is just so brutal when you're up top, because you just can't get any of the form players. So you've got to be thinking about things in 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 the future. The future. The future. The future. Look at this. Look at this wisdom. The super drive. He's like just... standing up. He's standing up and doing like weird push-ups on his table. I'm a little bit worried. My, I think yeah. he needs to pee. So what we'll do is we'll just drag this out a little longer. <laughs> and uh, no. Nah. All right, boys. Just these three beers have just gone straight through me, boys. <laughs> it was good to see you again. Um, please, of course, as we always say, hit us up, FPL Draft Boys on any of our socials if you've got some queries and we might address well we'll, we'll, tr- we'll try and address it on the pod um yeah, yeah hit us up that's it for another week all right see you see boys. boys see ya ciao Later. ciao Draft boys